Hey, hey, everybody. I know you're excited to hear the killers in the background like everyone else is. That's right, you're on the air with another episode of A Powwow with Pops. This is episode 129. I was looking at my episodes today and actually couldn't believe that I'm already at 129. And I was like, I said to my wife, honey, can you believe I'm at 129 already? And she's like, well, not with this, how much is that you like to talk, even if there's no one fucking around you. She's like, no, I, I'm not surprised. She's like, I'm, you should have more. She's like, you need more so I can listen to you less. <laughs> but uh, today I have uh, someone that I've been watching here in Gainesville for a really long time as an artist uh, grow um, and, and mature. And someone that I, I actually haven't had too many close encounters with. We've had a lot of good, good conversations. I, when I used to work at Common Grounds for the eight years that I was there and the other places I'd seen him out and about. Uh, he's a musician. He plays instruments. He, he he's. I, I, I would imagine he probably plays more than one. I'm guessing, but we'll oh, find yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. He's. We're probably going to say some shit that's going to make me feel like I'm an idiot when it comes to music. But uh, today, my guest is Michael Colby. What's up, man? Hi. How you doing, man? How you doing, pops? Thanks for joining me, man. I really oh, appreciate real you pleasure, coming man. here today. It's an honor. And uh, thanks for meeting me. And uh, I'm glad we finally got to hook this up. I, I know we've been kind of playing phone tag. Cheers. Fuck yeah. Yep. Uh, today we're at the what is this, the Moho Mojo Hogtown Barbecue Barbecue in Gainesville, and Florida, Whiskey House and Whiskey House. Uh, very nice place. I've eaten here once. Uh, pretty nice place. Not bad. I have eaten here a lot. Really? Yeah. It's, and I've it, also drank here, here a lot. A lot. So this, is, <laughs> this is is this why do you why have you how come I mean, you have found this to be probably one of your favorite well, spots in town? I used to work across the street. Mm. And uh, they got $3 shots of Tullamore Dew on tap all okay. day long. So sometimes it'd just be like I would take a break with a coworker and we would have a shot and just yeah. go back to work. But then I was like, you know, this place is nice, cave-like, cool. Yeah. And they have a happy hour from like 4 to 7 or whatever. Oh, wow. Okay. And the beers are half off. So, of course, I'm going to be cheap. Yeah, yeah, totally. If you can get it, get it, right? And the food is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. The food was really good. Um... So yes, I was, uh, as I said in the intro, um, I'd seen you at the Soul House many years ago, and sure. after you'd moved here, and I'm sure many times at the Hardback, uh, and all, actually probably many, many house shows. <laughs> I played a uh, couple house shows up here. I know? played a few house shows up here before I yeah, even moved yeah. here, yeah. And uh, how long have you, when did you move to Gainesville? In August of 1998. Okay, what, um, from where? Where'd you come from? Uh, Fort Pierce, Florida, where I was uh, born and raised. So Fort Pierce is on the east coast. East coast, uh, located, uh, but pretty much smack dab between like Melbourne and West Palm Beach. Okay, right on. But right okay. on the coast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, beach necky, surf necky. Oh yeah, there's like the beach side, and there's also like the redneck agricultural. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Everything's pretty citrus closely. Citrus Grove side, and then there's like the old timey southern. Uh, White privilege side, Beach. and then there's a huge ghetto. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. A very disproportionate uh, type of situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, when when was when did you find yourself? When was your when did your interest in music's first peak? Do you remember? Uh, I mean, when I was a kid, I was always super super into music. Like, you Probably know, four or five years old, you oh, remember yeah. yourself dancing? Yeah, man. I would come home from like school or whatever like you know kindergarten preschool shit and I would draw I would draw like a comic book every okay. day I would fold a piece of paper in half yeah yeah make a cover panels inside okay panels on the back comic book every day and my comic book character was the Kraken oh shit yeah everything was about the Kraken you know? okay well, <laughs> but, I, I, like but I had a parakeet and I had a clock radio and I would just jam like 
you know, like the ghetto jam station, really. Like, that's yeah. the music I like. I like, you know, all that dancey, yeah. electronic y, RB, yeah, yeah. soul stuff. And my bird would just be cranking along, singing. Yeah. I'd be listening to the radio, drawing. Okay, so you're so you you would you would probably consider yourself someone who's probably just uh, um, naturally naturally an artist, just someone that has always probably just had it in them, and it just kind of you've always I had guess. the feeling to express yeah, yourself. I've always wanted to create shit, or I've always had an idea and like tried to make it happen. Okay, so you're one of those people. Okay, so you're definitely an, someone who likes to express themselves. In, yeah. In a, okay, right on. For so, better or worse. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> well, there's always. I mean, you're always gonna find someone who's gonna not like something you're doing. Yeah. So there, I don't, to me, it's never for better or worse. It's just better and too bad for them. Well, to me, I don't, I don't even mean. <laughs> no, I don't no, even no, mean no, an no, artistic no, no, way. No, I yeah. mean, like, you know, just in personal yeah, yeah, relationship, sure. being oafish with comments yeah, yeah, and for shit. For sure. You know, just totally. because I thought this, I should share it. I like. I don't believe that. Yeah, know, yeah, no, right know. on. I got you. I got you. Right on. So. Um, what was your what was high school like? What was middle school like for you? Like, what, did middle you school? Skate? Did you do all the yeah, normal yeah, average yeah. Like, like Florida kid shit? Yeah, I mean, in towards the end of uh, elementary school, like when I was like eleven, I, I was into skateboarding, but I lived on a dirt road, so it was like skateboarding. I could skateboard in my fucking driveway, and right. that was about it. Okay. So like skateboarding didn't take on too hard, but um, like growing up. At my grandma's house, on one end of the living room, she had a piano, and on the other end, an organ. So I was always messing around with those. And then, like, she one... let you play those. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I would get smacked every time. It was like my grandfather, because my grandfather had one of those organs with all the, it looked like a spaceship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big wooden one with yeah, yeah. every instrument. I mean, he would play it, and I'd be like, what? I mean, I always want, and I, bam! Damn, nah, just, my grandma used to let me go ham. She would uh, sit down. She would sit down with me and start fucking around. Uh, She'd be like, let's dude. play this piece of music right here. And, I mean, I knew how to read music a little bit cause so, because recorders yeah. and shit like that. But I also figured out chords. I used, I used to play just, like, songs I'd hear on the radio. Okay. Like, Sunshine of Your Love or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Out Whatever on was on there and get the... Did, were you, a, were you a, a band in school? Did you do band when I, school? When I got to middle school, yeah, I went in a band. I started playing trumpet. That's what I did. That's exactly what so I did. It was so stupid. I had braces, man. That was the worst idea. <laughs> I'm just surprised they didn't give you metal. a tuba. <laughs> you know, so you could put I your wish. lips in there so yeah. they wouldn't, because I'd have been like, I'd have been, can I have the tuba, please? Bruh, I would still be playing tuba <laughs> if they would have did that. Because that's a, that was like one of those instruments you can't just get rid of. Like, no. I, I bought a tuba. It's yeah. part of my life and it's now. forever. It's like furniture. And it's shit. shit, for real. Even if you don't, you could still show it off, because it's a kind of, it's a menacing looking instrument. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice it one, is. like, yeah, nice say some piece. shit, I'm going to stuff you in there. Yeah, that's right, head first. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so, um. But so then I started playing guitar, like, when okay. I was, like, 11. Like, I found yeah. my dad had a guitar, like, under the bed. Yeah. He always played. Was it just an acoustic or? No, nah, it was, like, an, a, it was a really nice guitar. It was a Gibson ES-135 from oh, 1953. Damn. Still had the trapeze tail. It was a nice guitar. I didn't know that at the time. At the time, yeah. He had a 1951 Les Paul with the crazy, like, so you, bridge. so you, So you come from kind of maybe artistic stock a little bit. Yeah. Then. My grandma was, like visual artist she could play guitar organ piano sing you know how about your grandfather what was he uh he was more of uh my on my dad's side my grandpa was a commercial fisherman oh right on for many many years down in, here in florida yeah like he like my dad was born in the keys and shit because my, okay. my grandpa was down there like fishing the hell so have you watched that show bloodline nah about the qs 
It's no. like a Key West show. No. Dude, it's so, my, I know some people are. I, I'm not, I'm not, I just couldn't imagine. I would wonder what someone who used yeah, to live yeah, there yeah, yeah. would think if they watched this show about like this Key West. It's almost like a Key West mob family. You know, like one right. of those families Crime that controls shit. Key West. And yeah, yeah. There's a guy, and you know, there's always the one guy who's like, is he bad or is he stupid? I mean, good <laughs> or whatever, you know, like. But no, okay, so so you so you come from a pretty, I'm guessing, a pretty working class type background as well. Yeah, it's hard yeah. working. Yeah, my dad was definitely like my mom didn't work. My dad worked for the phone company and shit. You okay, know? so he was Bell South. Or? Yeah, at the time it was Bell South. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I knew. And, I, like I remember taking my dad to like, like I remember my mom waking us up in the morning and wrapping us up in blankets and we get in the truck and we take my dad to work and he's like, he gets out of the truck and just p- is picketing. Yeah. Protesting. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Like some union shit. Yeah, yeah, was that was like, back in the seventies. Bruh, like that or shit the 80s. was. Yeah, it was the eighties. Yeah. And my sister was maybe two. I was probably four. Or five. Oh wow. And, um, yeah, he'd be out there picketing all day long. That's crazy because, I mean, it's funny that because you, you will never, ever see that never ever again. in Florida. <laughs> that right. was probably the last one, you know, that's the, you would never again. It, that's a, even that's an interesting story that you would that there was actually that happened in Florida at one time. Yeah. Like my dad got out the truck, pulled his sign out the and back that was and it. walked out there yeah. with his mom. No scabs. Kind of shit. That's cool. All right. So. Um, in high school, you said you, you well, around 11 or 12, you said you started picking up guitar. Did you automatically start writing music and wanting to start a band? Kind of, yeah. Like, you know, I had, there was like a, a chord, like a Mel Bay chord book in the guitar case. Yeah. So I just started playing chords, and then I was like, oh, shit, well, if I play this one and then this one and that one, it's this song. Yeah. And if I do them in reverse order, it's this song. You know, I just kind of started figuring shit out and uh, kind of So you kind of broke, you, you, were, you were in that... You were see because like I was never focused enough. I had total ADHD. Like, like me sitting down trying to figure out stuff like that. I was always someone. That's why it took me so long to pick up an instrument. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had to start drinking to calm the fuck down to pick up a bass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow, like yeah. to to really get comfortable enough with myself. Because growing up, art art in my family was looked down upon. Right. Like I'm lucky as fuck that my parents I mean, supported music wasn't, anything, which was know? weird. Very heavily. Music rocking all the time, like Johnny Winters, yeah, yeah. Almond Brothers Band, like Molly Hatchet, Soundtrack was on point. Yeah, always Led Zeppelin, Black Dog, kicking like afternoons. You, you smell that funny smell in the air. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like twelve thirty Saturday afternoon. The Black Dog comes on. You know, looking back, I knew they was getting lit. Yeah, yeah. My mom and dad was getting high. I mean, they still do. They're in close to their seventies. Good for so. them, man. When you're that age, you definitely should, you should smoke. smoke. Fuck Keep out. going, right? Get that <laughs> Seriously. Keep you from saying stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, so you play guitar. So when so when did you start a band? When was your first band? I guess um, in eighth grade, I met one of my still to this day best friends, Josh Jenkins. And I uh, met through a mutual friend, this girl I've known actually since first grade. And um, she met him. I think they were like, like liked each other or whatever but yeah. she was like you you and my friend Mike would get together because he played bass I was a guitar player okay. and um, so we exchanged or she gave him my phone number he called me and then the next day he like rode the bus home with me oh, with, shit. His, with his bass guitar and yeah, a gig yeah. bag and a little practice amp and we just when you were allowed ripping. to just a, a random student could walk on a different bus right Without, you know, right. like, you don't belong on this right. bus, get out of here. Right. The this, kids, yeah. kids, I remember that. You used to be able to, like, like 19, just rando kids. Yeah, it was like 90. That's funny. I, I was telling people back in, back in the 70s in Sarasota, like, if you were bad on the bus, they would just stop anywhere. Kick your drop ass you off in, in the middle of nowhere and go and tell the, they'd CB the school, and the school would call your parents and come, 
Yeah. They would leave a five-year-old on the yeah. corner in the middle of the far, you know, like, no, Not there's nowhere you could leave a child, no. Shit. On a hot summer day, just, like, leave the kid there and it'd be like, I'm going to, we'll call your parents. And then, of course, you got home and got beat because you got kicked off right. the bus. <laughs> brutal times, man, brutal times. <laughs> brutal situations call for brutal times. Kids That's are right. lucky that the world has gone so politically correct and, like, conscious and, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally. I think, you know, it's so funny you say that because I... Every comedian's podcast that I listen to, that's that's a constant conversation about the political correctness aspect and the issues why most comedians won't even play in colleges anymore because even Chris Rock can't play a college without white kids calling him out and saying stuff about what he says. Right, right. And, and I'm like, and I'd be like, if, you know, I'm sure Chris Rock's like, motherfucker, who the fuck are you to call yeah, me Yeah, please, fuck off. Yeah, would you please eat my asshole? Yeah. You know? And please go t- home and watch New Jack City <laughs> so and watch me smoke and crack yeah, as exactly. Pookie and, and think t- about this conversation and with then, me now. And then go watch, you got, you know, you, you was it, you got sucker? Oh, I'm going to get you sucker. I'm going to get you sucker. Go that watch movie. that and watch his scene. How much for one rib? And then you tell me Epic that cameo. he doesn't have... A wide range. He's got breadth. He's got range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real shit. <laughs> so guitar. So what? What was your first band like? Uh, my first band, let's see. At the time, it you was guys punky or metally. Both, in fact. Um, like DRI crossover. Yeah, I mean, but ish. sort of like that. We we played also like it was weird. We were playing like we played a lot of covers. You know, obviously because totally. we we're in eighth grade and you yeah. Know, but uh. We were playing like even like Alice in Chains. Okay. Like, we would just play anything. Like I remember playing like White Zombie, okay. Under Kiss, whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we played like this band. It was like a hardcore band called Into Another that I had found out about from like yeah, listening yeah, yeah. to a radio station once. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And um, we just played whatever we liked that was we thought was cool. What was your big like like what were like because like in Sarasota, my high school my high school years were eighty six to ninety. Uh huh. So that was the uh, 86, 86, 87 was like Beastie Boys, shit. 86, 87, De La Soul came, came out. out. Like, uh, shoot, Public Enemy, of course, you know. And then, of course, then the DRI, Corrosion oh, yeah. Performing, Suicidal Tendencies yeah, yeah. was starting to just split up. And then, like, 24 7 Spies came along. Dude, I started- love. 24/7 spies. One of my favorite bands Very of all time. Big time. Are you surprised I, I said that? I'm surprised when anybody <laughs> says that. I love that band, dude. Yeah, yeah. They j- cheers on that. I had to. Yeah. Nice. It took me years to find an actual downloadable, decent copy of Gumbo Millennium. No shit. Years. Couldn't find it on YouTube. Couldn't find it on torrent sites. I had what? the cassette. I've been rocking the yeah, cassette yeah. since '92. Yeah, that's about right. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Still got my cassette. Did but, you ever listen to? Uh, did you ever get into the skate nicks at all? The other yeah, ministry stuff? Yeah, they weren't good, though. They, yeah, it was a totally different... I wanted to like them really bad. So did I. Yeah. They just weren't good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I got into, like, pig face and yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally, totally. All right, so... See, that's funny, because I knew we would have probably some of the same... Similar... Because I grew up in Sarasota. I grew up in a beach community, so there's yeah. this weird dichotomy... You had sounds well, like it's you similar, say, you know, like you had the beach, same lots thing. of KKK people and skinheads <laughs> and shit. Yeah, yeah, lots like, of southern, yep, that bolt, all that stuff we had to deal with at shows. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was at a suicidal, the prison, a prison bound suicidal tendency show at Janice Landings and Damn. when they played there, and I could tell you, there was a riot afterwards, and there were about 500 Nazi skins that took every bit of suicidal tendency paraphernalia, throw out in the middle of the road, and they all drove over as they left. Because they were sick hiling Mike Ness, and Mike Ness called them all pussies. And he, because it's right after he got out of prison. Mike Muir. Yeah, yeah, social distortion? 
Yeah, Mike Ness. I got his autograph once. Yeah, yeah. He, it he, said, stay in school, don't do drugs, Mike, Mike Ness. <laughs> it was amazing. I was like, you didn't do any of that shit. Good, good, good advice. I know, right? Don't take drugs. Uh, but, yeah, he called them out, and then all the skinheads started rushing the stage, and all of a sudden, like, three of the largest black men came out on stage, which took up the... Three yeah, of them yeah. took up the full width of the <laughs> stage, and they were, like, all seven foot tall. So that line, even the 500 dudes... Because those dudes were home. Yeah. You the guys on stage the were home. No. And, I mean, you could... You and so the whole line was like... And, and they were like, fuck you, fuck you. Totally ruined the show, of course. Like, he, they got two songs in. Jesus. Two songs in. And it That's could have been a great show. Terrible. You know? So, yeah. So, you so the, you probably went through that same thing. Oh, yeah. You probably saw that crazy <clears throat> shit that a, people were doing. On a smaller scale. Like, we was at, our shows were smaller, but, like... Why you know, Melbourne was pretty hard for a while there, too. Yeah. If you ever went up there. Because Brian Wynott used, to, used to talk about... And my wife's from Melbourne as Bro, well. Bro, we used to play... Like, we played this place. I forget the name of it now. It changed names a bunch of times. Like... It'd be one club. It was the asylum for a while. Right, right, right. And then somebody got stabbed or something. So <laughs> right. they changed the name and opened it back up. You know, shit it like that. It only got stabbed because it was called Asylum. <laughs> <laughs> we played a show there. It was like Fuck. us playing with like Murphy's Law. Holy shit. And the toasters. That must have been very... It was crazy. What did you expect? Did you... Was it what you expected it would be? It was way more fun. Okay, okay. Than I expected. Okay, that's awesome. And the skinhead shit was just not being tolerated that night. Nice. Like skinheads were getting knocked out. Like, the Jimmy Gestapo passed the biggest joint I had ever seen in my life. Right. Like, they were smoking on stage, and then he passed it down, and, like, my bass player, my band grabs it. I'm oh, like, oh, shit. shit. This shit just started going crazy. Yeah. But um, nobody was having that skinhead shit that yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody. Yeah, we'll see. Once, what year was they didn't that? show Did up you, what too would you tough. Say? What it was would you say? 92, 93. See, that's when people in Florida, that's when the kids stopped, started standing up against started that fighting stuff. Back. Yeah. yeah. I spent every weekend getting in fights with fucking right? skinheads. See, that's, what you, that's, a, that's what's different. That's what I keep talking about. And I talk about this to people who've been around here forever, who remember the when when this building wasn't even here. When not, it was the Sovereign. Yeah, like, like not this building, but the, when that was the parking lot. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, when, when you would walk, if you wanted to fight, you'd walk out of the park, out of the hardback and Bro, walk over to the parking lot. Courthouse over there was a parking lot. Yeah, and people would go over there. I locked my keys in my trunk, like, trunk in that parking lot once. That's where Rob's house used to be in that yeah, parking yeah. lot. That's where the, yeah. yeah. Uh, and over there, yeah. Soul House was <laughs> right, over there. Right, right, exactly. I wish they needed to bring that kind of shit back. Man. But, right? Oh, man. They need to bring that kind of place back. It's kind of like that idea with the lot radio thing up in New York. Like, if somebody had some money here and had a little piece of property, they could throw a you know, a sure. container on it yeah, yeah. and have a live streaming video. Like today, uh, Reggie Watts is on the lot in New York City cool. live streaming for an hour for no, just to do it. Because yeah, he's there. Because he's there. And they can do it. Yeah. And it's such a cool, because it's like 24-hour thing. Like it streams 24 hours on YouTube, the lot radio. So there's people Damn. constantly in there spinning and seven days a week. And that's a radio station. And it's the lot radio. That is there. a radio station. And that's what we need in Gainesville, Fucking something right. like that. I miss Grow Radio, but it... I wonder how, I mean, I just feel like it would take, even if you ran it as a non-profit, it would take some sort of investment capital. What you do is you set it up on, what you do is you set up on YouTube and have people donate. Donate content? Yeah. Donate oh. money for your content. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, you, and you don't, and you don't put a, a, a cap on it from a, you know, like if you could donate a dollar, that's all you can afford for real, dude, you know, donate a dollar. Yeah, but if you really wanna... liked it. Be nice. Yeah, and see, like, if you remember if you house shows, if you remember house shows, you could tell who the dicks were and the people who really appreciated it. The, the kids who really appreciated it would end up probably not buying beer and giving the band 20 bucks. Yep. 
The assholes who didn't were the ones who drank all the beer and tried to get a shirt for free. Dude, I remember the first <laughs> you know? house show I played in Gainesville. It was on, I think it was called the Utility House. Yeah, it was over there off of University. Back, yeah, it was, Behind yep, yep. Leonardo's and shit. Amazing show place. Right, and we played, I think it was with Hot Water, who wasn't really popping so hard yep, yep. yet at what, that point. Yeah, yeah, they weren't there um, yet. And then some other band, with a, it was a friend of ours. But like, so we were the out of town band. Yeah, yeah. But they still made us play last. It was kind of fucked up, right? And then we get through about a song and a half, and the cops shut the show down. That's why they had you play last. And we got, yeah, exactly. And then we got paid $18 and two food stamps. Two food stamps. And I was like, man, fuck Gainesville, man. So what, and, then okay. my, and then my girlfriend, all right, so the girl, my high school sweetheart, moves up here, goes to college. Right. I got deferred, so I'm like, all right, I'll come up. I'll be up there soon, baby. All right. Nah, man, three weeks after that shit, I come up here, play this show. After we get shut down by the cops, she takes me outside, breaks up with me. What? Starts dating this infamous kind of... A Gainesville dude? Person. Okay. Who, like, still hates me to this day, bro. That shit was 20 <laughs> fucking two years ago. This motherfucker still want to act salty I know, to me, bro. I don't understand after 22 Cause, years. Because I'm going to say it like this, bro. I ain't even met this motherfucker. <laughs> he still hate me. After 22 years. Over nothing. Right. That's funny. You won, motherfucker. Why are you mad? <laughs> right. Anyways. Just had to put that out there. Just had to, you know what I'm saying, get that shit off had my to clear chest. clear the air. I ain't even naming no names. Anybody exactly. who ain't stupid no, yeah, know yeah, the we'll fuck know I'm talking, talking about. about. Right, right, right. So, so, so what made, so was that what made you move to Gainesville? Was your ex? What, no, what I wanted to move, to move I was going to blow off Gainesville forever, bro. Well, so how, like, it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, how did you all move right. to Gainesville so after all what happened was, I was shit. going through, I went, I just decided to go to college Because I would have hometown. skipped this place and went to Atlanta. Right. Well, if I would have known some <laughs> shit, I basically. I know, if we would have known some shit, we would have bought, went up to Atlanta in yeah, the early 90s and yeah. bought some property downtown. And, and, and I would have been at Freak Nick every time it happened. And you'd have been DJing. And yeah, feel me. <laughs> I'd be Future's uncle right now. <laughs> right, right. So Gainesville, Gainesville pulled yeah, you in somehow. I, I, I'll the velvet black hole. You know what it was? Michael all right. Cole. So I was in, I was in the music program at my college. Okay. And I was music major and all this shit. I got a scholarship and it was like a full scholarship, so I had to work my ass off. Yep. Had like, 18, 19 credit hours a semester. This shit was brutal, but it was awesome. I also got like the best grades I'd ever gotten in my life. Right, right, right. So you I were focused. Just, you were in. You were yeah. doing your thing. You were feeling. You, you. Were you seeing, were you kind of like realizing like, oh shit, this might be opening up something for me at the kind time? Kind of. Um, it just or? seemed like I could keep going to school for yeah, free. Yeah. I could keep nabbing scholarships yeah, yeah. over like being good at music and shit. And, and um, yeah, well, yeah, actually true. what happened was, all right, FAMU offered me a scholarship to be in their jazz program, right? Oh, shit. Okay. And I was going to... That's my brother-in-law's favorite. That's his college, FAMU. The word? Yeah. yeah, yeah. My, my, my brother-in-law, Hilton, I don't know if you know Hilton, he works at P&G. He's half Chinese, half Japanese. Uh, he works I know. in the back over there. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, he's a big, he's all Miami, all day, every no, day. No, FAMU is Tallahassee. I mean, uh, well, he went to school at FAMU. Sorry, oh, okay, sorry, right. sorry, sorry. But he's, he, he's, he's, he definitely... Uh, he likes both those colleges. But yeah, so for sure. you. I was going to do it, but I just, I really didn't like Tallahassee. Okay. And, like, this girl that I was kind of dating at the time and two of our other friends okay. were all going up there to go to FSU. And it was, like, this idea where we were all going to get an apartment together right. and all the this usual stuff. But I was just like, uh, I don't want to, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to live in Tallahassee. I don't want to live with all y'all. Like, I mean, I like them people still yeah, yeah, to this yeah, day, yeah. but it's just like. That just wasn't what I wanted to do at okay. the time. And I had some, I had a band going and shit down south. We were doing pretty well. You know, shit was going pretty popping off. 
like with Dave LeBlue from Mercury yeah, yeah. Program. We was old school, rocking it out. Yeah. But then, at some point, all that shit fell apart, and I had just gotten more into DJing and all this stuff. Yeah. And um, this girl I was dating at the time and a couple of my other friends were like, fuck it, we want to move to Gainesville. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Let's get out of here. Just like that. Yeah, because living in my hometown was terrible, bro. That's I was so fucking fun. around with like all the worst shit. Yeah, that's why I left. Aside school. from like pharmaceutical opioids, no, I was I know, like I involved you. with all the dumbest. I was skiing a lot myself back. I didn't even in Sarasota. I was I, I was even, messing with junk with that. I should. Yeah, bro, I was the same. I, I'm gonna tell you like this. <laughs> I never saw cocaine in person until so I moved to, to Gainesville. Gainesville. Well, see, you that know shit what? was all crystal meth, you know, son. So, no, 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 no. I was glad I moved to Gainesville because I knew the coke wasn't as good as it was in Sarasota. <laughs> <laughs> it was cut too many yeah, times. So you couldn't really. I fucking, couldn't do nothing with you it. You couldn't overdose. Nope. I know some motherfuckers who got a heart attack up in Gainesville over that shit though. I don't but know they how was fucking overweight. Power. Listen to it, man. Listen to yourself. Listen to your heart. Listen to your heart. That's right. Tell it to your heart. Tell it to your heart. <laughs> See? <laughs> so Gainesville, music, yeah. DJing. Yeah, I moved up here, and like it was kind of really cool because when I moved to Gainesville in 1998, there were so many people here that I had known through different aspects of my life. The punk rock shows, the yep. metal shows, the ska shit. The fucking DJing, the hip hop, the reggae, all these different things that I was right, right. doing over the years. A small, cool cross section like of those crazy people. spider web that connected you yeah, to Gainesville. Yeah, it all ended up here, and I moved up here and just had this network of friends yeah, yeah. already. Right, right. That I had already spent years like Which forming is, friendships. I would imagine with. kind of probably comforting a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Kind of like being able to go home, but without the tensions of being in Fort Pierce, kind of well, thing. It was you know what crazy. I mean? Like. It was crazy because, like, all right, my girlfriend at the time and her best friend and, like, our other roommate and all these people we were always hanging out with were just, like, you know, everywhere we'd go, I would, like, know everybody there already. And we all just moved here. They're like, how the fuck? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And they don't get it. I'm like, because I spent my life doing this shit, shit. goddammit. You do it long enough, you network, you meet people. Right, you You rack them up. Yeah, seriously, right? And that's, that's, I mean, at this point, that's mostly what I'm in it for, like, I have met all the coolest people in my life through this music shit. Yep. And I continue to meet cool people through it. And it's like... New, too. I mean, it's it's like there's a... That's that's what's... That's, you know, and that's one of these things about the podcast is they show and and talking to people about Gainesville in in a certain sense about the artistic freedom that is here is that... You, you, you have the ability to constantly go, go, go. It doesn't matter. Age can't stop you nah, here. Nah, nah. Age can't stop you here. You're ageless in Gainesville. You can continually do your art until you drop. Right. I mean, we know people that oh, play absolutely. music until they drop. Hallelujah. You, you know, know what, what I'm saying? saying? Like, yeah. Thank goodness that's a thing because that's what I'm here for. Yeah. yeah you know. If, what, I, if I can't die on stage playing music in front of people who wanted to see me play, I have to, I want to die like, Going through a black hole in outer space. Right, right. No, I got you. No, no. Seriously, experience the, only, the space space dust. Experience. Yeah, if, if, if I could choose, you know, yeah, I would. There's my two That's options. That's a good one. I like those. The black hole one would be the most fun, probably. Yeah, because you wouldn't know. Thank you, Kendall. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, so you moved to Gainesville. You get in. It's a pretty, pretty. Sounds like it was a pretty good move in for you. Oh yeah, man. I had like DJ gigs my first week. Year. Okay, I, had, awesome. I started knocking shit out. I got a job within like four days delivering pizza, so I right, learned right. the town. Who'd you deliver for? Gumby's. Okay, right yeah. on. When they were on, that on the 34th? Yeah, that what? shit was lit. Oh, dude, bro. totally, because I knew, well, my girlfriend worked at the salad 
uh, place, the oh, yogurt yeah. place right there. <laughs> That's where Mike Collins worked too back in '98. <laughs> really? Mike Collins worked there. <laughs> Katie Kirkpatrick worked there. Oh, okay, yeah. My girlfriend worked there. I remember Katie. Like uh, Christina Pickford, she used to live in Gainesville. No, I know her. Okay, she used to, she used to work there. Like they all like of all these people worked there, and I we knew people. That That's funny. funny. Yeah, shit. yeah, it's weird. Dude, like that that was an <laughs> eye opener for me. Like working yeah. at Gumby's, like my. Maybe first, second night, I'm in there. He's, like, counting out my tips. He's, like, this is going to take a second here. He hands me a whipped cream canister with a whip it already in it. Yep, like, yep. here you go, bro. Welcome wait, to Gainesville. Wait for me to count your shit up. <laughs> and he's, like, whacking up. Like, he was the first person I saw, like, whacking up Oxycontins and, like, snorting them and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what Gainesville are is, you yeah, yeah. doing? People are at, that's This is the first town that I ever saw people crush and snort. Right. Right. Anything, anything. <laughs> like, like I never got that. I took. I was like, people, every, people, everybody I knew just took it. Yeah. You know, you didn't. Right, right. Like, what was that? You know. Can't but, wait. Yeah, no. Life's right? too short. Really? <laughs> you can't wait ten minutes. Life's too short to <laughs> have oblivion. Life's gonna be too long. short. You keep doing that. For real, dog. Okay, so you, so you, so you move to Gainesville. You get in. Everything's Start kicking. DJing. Yeah. Doing I mean, everything. I, I don't know, man. What, 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 what do you feel your has been your, um, what have you learned artistically as an artist living in Gainesville in the 22 years that you've been here? Like, what do you, what have you taken from the art that you've taken in? Like, what, what is it about it that has kept you, kept influencing you to keep going? Uh, uh, you know, I think it's the fact that every four years, the population turns over and like nobody right. knows who the fuck I am anymore. So all you have of a to sudden. keep recreating. I yourself. feel that way. I do too. No, it I understand sucks, what you mean. But like, no. you know what I'm saying? Like these. That's new, why. That's why. That's why you do podcasts. Right. So you don't like these new shit. cats around here, like especially these DJs and all this stuff. Don't. They don't have don't. no fucking okay, clue, man. Like they don't know what happened before they moved here. They, think, yeah, they don't realize there is an entire before. like rich and very resplendent history D of DJ, DJ culture. Yeah. 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 Like motherfucking the biggest name DJs in the world used to love to play at our little shitbox Simon's Club That's more right. than they like playing other places. Yeah, big I don't, gigs. I too. don't know why. I still to this day don't know why. Because Gainesville has that right vibe. It was. It was a very free vibe at the yeah, time. Yeah, it was total free vibe then, like, man. It was cool. Like there was a lot. Like, yeah. See, they don't know. They weren't here for that. Right. When They're I twenty years here, late. Yeah, bro. They're twenty when years late. When I moved late, up here, there was people offering me acid on the sidewalk all day in front of the alligator building. Yep. Doses, bro. Doses. Yeah, doses. What's up, bro? Doses. I'm like, are you kidding me? Right on the street. Right on the street. All right. I mean, yes. I was used to that shit in Miami <laughs> yes. or like whatever, but yeah, yeah. in my hometown, I would never have In it. a weird town like Gainesville where you, you know, Gainesville is such a weird blue bubble. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, we're, it we're, is. It's, it's a definitely. And it's surrounded by vicious <laughs> lava red. <laughs> Hot the, the floor red. is lava. Hot. <laughs> the floor That's a is heavy lava. H. Yeah. Hot. Lots of phlegm. So, so. Realizing, I, I like, I want. Okay, uh, let's talk about that DJ thing. That's, I, I'm into that. It's funny you say that, because uh, talking to other these, I've met a lot of new DJs in town, mm -hmm. and I've talked to all of them. Many, you know, like just converse with them about DJing and everything. It's like they're. they're I, I've had good experiences with a couple. I've had bad experiences with a couple. Some right. of them are all right. A couple of them weren't kind of that cool. You know, it's kind of like gave me that yo dude uh, you know like that right, thing over right. the like all right like fake bro shit yeah, you know uh -uh. and i'm like yeah that's not my deal i'd rather hug you no but um 
so what is it what do you think what do you think it is just to come across as an artistic elder I'm gonna ask you as an okay. artistic elder Heard. to tell these the children in, in the in our commune yeah what should they what should they understand about the DJ community in Gainesville prior to now what should they what should they get? Like right, in, in that elderish kind of way, they, you know, you have a child, so I, I know you, and you're super fucking smart. Um, thank you. There's a couple things they should know. One, one of the more important things is that they must be aware that there is an absolute, already ingrained history of this shit here before they were. You know, let's yeah. keep it real. At the age they are, there's been a history here from their infancy and beyond. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've got common socks that are older than most of these kids. Yo, keep that shit real. <laughs> and I so, still have those socks. <laughs> and it's like, that's just one part. And But the, the, the thing you need to get from that is that you need to open your ears up and yeah. listen to what these people are telling you. Because, like, keep it real. Being a DJ in Gainesville, especially if you're trying to make money and actually do gigs and shit. And try to build there's a There's been eras where that was not cool here. Like, yeah, you know, like right. following the really golden heyday rave era of like the yeah. late 90s, early 2000s, like at the beginning of the 2000s, the shit shut down. Yeah, it they, did. They, they, they did a dance hall ordinance, like the goddamn movie Footloose. Like, seriously, you they had to kick everybody out of two no matter what. It used to be clubs are open until four create, or create, beyond. And create DUIs. Create DUIs, create aggressive behavior jammed up situations that's right they did there's a lot more fights that occurred after Bruh, there was murders murders yeah. in the fucking parking garage that's People right getting bucked over People dumb pop, shit in the pop, parking popping. lot yep no you're I right i mean i saw somebody get shot in the goddamn head in the parking lot that still exists across from lucy's right now as we were we used to we were playing at the sidebar yeah we were parked in that parking lot carrying our equipment over we watched the guy about 30 feet away get shot in the head boop over Damn. over like some shit in the in the club yeah the club that used to be uh, that was always in the venue. Oh uh, no, it was the groove. It the used groove. to be the groove. That's right. That's right. That's right. This <laughs> is terrible. And the guys from Gumby's owned that club. Are you serious? Yeah, they would be sitting in a goddamn limousine parked in front of the club. Order Gumby's food to the limousine. They wanted me to pick them up whippets. They were clearly doing blow. Like they're just partying in front of the club. They're not even in the club. They're so they, they were kind of like. Uh, and they're kind of almost the guys that own Gumby's. It's funny because now you're kind of almost creating like this pseudo weird little mafia of, of these dudes. I mean, it town. wasn't. In the, I mean, no, they had mafia. no power. No, not power, but they're like Mark, you know, the Leos yeah, right, duo. Right, right. This duo. Right, right. The Simons duo, him and his brother. You know, right. like no, absolutely. There's right. these brother duos in town, if you've noticed. These C power Gumbies brothers. Were brothers. The Gumby's guys were brothers. The power brother duos in this town. That all They all came here in like the 70s. Or the know? early 80s. Or they the graduated 80s. in yeah. the mid 80s or something. And did so and they somehow. Right? Isn't that weird? Is yeah. that kind of weird to you? I'm no, just saying, it's like, not. I just made it this weird. It makes complete sense. At this what point. are they, the trilateral group? <laughs> the trilateral. Oh, man. No, so. So that's a good lesson. To, that's a good lesson to give DJs. I think. I think people like they don't realize how there's an eldership to everything. You showed yeah. your respect to the people that came before you. I had to. Yeah, because when you I know could what? never have gotten a fucking gig if I didn't. Dude, and these kids moved, don't have to go through that, man. When I moved to this town, I treated everyone who lived here, even if they were here two or three days longer than me, I treated as if they had. This was their town. Right. Always. I mean, anybody. I never. Yeah. The Campeses, 
Sure. I, super respect always. Sure. You know, uh, any of those guys that were here before me, uh, freaking Alex Yola, you know, Jogger Alex. Oh, um, Straight Edge. Panthro, yeah, UK, yeah. whatever. Pan. He was I never fucking connected Yeah, with yeah, that, you yeah. never connected. I could see that. But not in a bad way. I just think you, you guys, I think, actually, you guys are su- super intellectual. Both of you are. But like very polar opposite. Yeah, but very polar opposite, for sure. I got but that I could, I could, But if you, I think it would be one of those situations, like if it, the right situation happened and you guys sat down and started having a conversation about music and stuff like that, it would, it would, something would happen there. Maybe. I honestly forgot about that guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's I'd doing, never like, see him. Yeah, well, he moved. Oh, good. He, he's, he's get he, he's, he's finishing, he finishes college, he's doing his stuff, he finally got done with whatever he wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, that's the, that's the infinity agelessness of Gainesville. Right, right. You're, you can be here till you're 50 and not be out of college. Know. We know a very famous artist who's an actor in town who is still in college. <laughs> Tom Miller. <laughs> I'm trying, I've always been trying to get you on my show, too. Someday he'll be on here. Shout but, out. Yeah, what's up, Tom? But, yeah. But it's like, like he's he's like he's one of the people that are proof. That well, he's been prolific as shit as well. The whole time. Like yeah, yeah, pretty un, unfailingly. Yeah. Like even all the dips in music trends and stuff in this town, he has never. He's yeah. been always that straight line through it. But he's also never been a trend. He's never been nope. trendy. He, and I don't. And it's not like he was bucking against trends. He was just doing what he art. did. He's yeah. doing fucking art. Like you know what I mean? If you Fuck. don't grab it, you don't grab it. That's your problem. Right. Yeah. No, that's how he is. Though. Dude, that's when I worked at Smoke, we had a stack of CDs, yay high, of Tom Miller original whatever the fuck releases. Yeah, yeah. Like it was like our little archive of his shit. <laughs> right, right, and It right. just kept growing. No, no, totally. Because he puts out. He put. I mean, like. And we fucking listened to all of that shit. Believe it or not, like we. I mean, working an overnight shit. Yeah. Whatever. Did you know, like he was him? He was in a band. That almost w- would have been super famous. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. What band? He was in a band with Charlie McPorter. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I didn't know he was in that band. He though. was in that band. Huh. And instead of going on the show, he moved to Tom came here. Um Yeah, please. That's just a cool little that's a that's a cool little artistic thing because I know lots of artists that and I've heard lots of historical people in this town are artist wise as musicians stuff that almost get to that pinnacle of they could do something with it more than more right. than just DIY and they give it up. Bruh, I just I I've been on that thing like a few times with different projects, different things. It's always some goddamn boomerang life shit. Yeah, that totally. Gets thrown at me. I mean I could blame it on that. I could persevere through that stuff, but then again these are things where I couldn't just ignore my life and like, yeah, yeah. you know, like I had to fix myself Dude, before I could like get shit right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Thank you. And I'm like on an upswing from that right now. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I spent a lot of years just really going through it, man. Like unable to get myself out of a rut. What do you, th- what do you think is the, what do you, what are, just out of curiosity, do you, do you, um, do you have any social anxiety issues at all? No, not really. Have you ever? I've never like given a fuck what anybody thinks about anything. But this is the problem too. I've had a terrible attitude for most of that time as well. You kind know of what like I mean? your don't give a fuck attitude. You were wearing that instead of just thinking it. You were kind of wearing the mask. Right. I didn't mind letting someone know that I didn't give a fuck. Okay, but okay, really okay. now, like I've 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 been on this idea where I 
basically need to debase my own ego into nothingness to like well the it is the it is a dangerous thing well it's like yeah it's, it's very like dangerous. this motherfucker who acts like he's standing up for you but he's also not passing you important information yeah right right you know what i mean it they felt like you. almost like a, a split personality thing like anytime something would challenge me the ego would step up it would step right, right, up right. and just like what's up what's yeah, up yeah, yeah, i don't yeah. care what you say bah! yeah yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then I'm left to deal with the fallout yep. in my regular state of mind. That's right. And after a while, know you know, exactly like you, you I can't, I can't ignore a pattern. I have to address it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I basically thought, well, you know, everything about this, this fragment of my ego is making my life worse. It's yeah. making people not want to call me back. It's making shit. It's basically just making everything in my life more miserable than it ever needed to be. Yeah, right. And, and it's if definitely... If I just gave myself that much of a break to not feel like what this motherfucker thinks is yeah, important. Yeah, 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 I got you. This motherfucker being my id. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, this this big bad yeah, thing yeah. that's stepping up from... Yeah, yeah. The actual sensitive the, the anger, bitch anger that dude. I am. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah totally. No, no, totally, totally. No, for sure. I and mean, I went through that kind of shit, too. So, yeah, I, I think everybody does on some degree, but for me, that shit was like addictive and and yeah. and i glorified it to myself like it was something no, i totally. felt like was my armor no no well see that's the thing too is that well see that i like that you said armor because that's one thing that i i kind of noticed about all artists whether they're uh, strong personalities or not is that there is if you talk to them long enough there's you you get this idea of like the same thing that i've always felt that i've had to put the, there's this armor that you have to put up right. as a person even in an artistic vein, which is kind of ridiculous. You well, think that you would want to have to do that because art is supposed to be so free and so so forward-thinking and so progressive and supposed to change and supposed to be radical and supposed to flip-flop on itself and supposed to say, fuck you and fuck right. me and but that's fuck the thing. everything. That's the thing about it, though. When art says, fuck you, some people take that, literally. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And some people are like, well, you know what? It's not for it's me. It's kind of like how people take and comedians if, seriously, right. which and is if, the most idiotic yeah, thing in the world. Right. And if your ego is fragile and hyped up yeah, yeah. about protecting you, then that will send you in a kind of a spiral yeah. of some shit. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. So, so taking that into mind, that that, that that stuff that you said, those ups and downs that you had through the years and dealing with uh, musicianships and, and DJing and certain things in your life, um, now that you're here in Gainesville, 19... 19- or excuse me, I almost said 1997. Wow, it's because we were talking about 1997. <laughs> 2017. Um, as a father, as an artist, as someone who's technically a, a 22-year elder of, of an artistic town who's a part of some other elderage group, you know, people above you, as we all show respect as we do to those people as well. Sure. Um, what, what is it that you think that you've um, come to what where's your head right now as an artist like are, are you are, are you at this as you were saying earlier you feel like you're on an upswing so are you saying this is your uh, this is your top you're getting to the top of your roller coaster hill no, here? No, 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 or is no, this no. A, I'm, I'm building on the way back up to yeah, yeah. what I want my roller coaster to be, okay you know okay and, and where, where where is that where do you want to be as an artist in Gainesville I mean in Gainesville I, Ultimately, I want to be an artist that leaves Gainesville to do my art and comes back here to live and enjoy my life. You want to be able to. You want to be able, as an artist, to go out and, and share it with as many people as possible. And, yeah, and still I want to be go on to... tour. I want to like you know share things and like yeah. you know experience life not here. 
No, no, totally, totally. You know totally. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to play for these same people. Like, I want to play for fucking strangers, like, yeah. every time, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I want to pay for people who well, isn't don't know isn't my that, last name. Isn't that, isn't that a drive, though, of, of a lot of artists? I, I think that is. I mean, I mean, to me, I can't believe anyone listens to my show, but I wish everyone would listen right, to my right. show. You know, because part of the honestly, thing. yeah, the thing is, is that I'm, all in all, I just want to be liked by you, you know, in, yeah. in this way, because I like, because the way I, I like people in that sense, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I have this mentality now, like, my love that I have for the human, for humankind is so large that I, I, I kind of, I want to expand it beyond Gainesville myself, yeah. you know? And, and, I'm definitely and coming connect, around to that too. Connect, connect with people in an artistic way. That is real. You know, like, that is some real shit, just sh- spreading the love. Because for me, right, I spent a lot of time it. actually hating other human beings. Yeah, yeah, I me was too. like, I, I hate you. people. People suck. But, like, every time you say people suck, it's like, well, guess what? You're one, too. And you're always in that. You're always part of the situation as right. well. When, you know, this is something I learned a couple years ago. If you say everyone else is an asshole, you're absolutely the only asshole in the situation. That's right. That's and it's like... I had to learn that. Like, and you, I and you really also have had to realize to when all your friends are telling you an ass, calling you an asshole, you can't tell them you're not. Right. Because you got nothing. To you stand got nothing on. to stand on if all your friends are telling you that you're an asshole. So that so there's a lesson, folks. There's a lesson we learned today. Yeah. Don't be an asshole. I had to learn. I spent like 37 some odd years trying to learn that. And uh, that's about if, how long it took. If me. you can listen to me right now and save, shave you off a couple decades or something, do it, please. Take it. Take it. Take it. Why put, not? Put it in your heart. Let it pump around your blood a little bit. <laughs> yeah, man. And live it. So, yeah, live that shit. Live that shit. I basically changed my attitude. Like, when I say I changed my mind, changed my attitude, it's like that's what the attitude was. Yeah. I can no longer, with any truth or belief in my heart, say people suck. Yeah. No, I, under- that's a good- I understand, man. People are, we're humans. We're like, yeah, basically. Yeah, we all fuck up. Yeah, we're all susceptible to the same flaws. Yep, yep, yep. Everything is kind of stacked against us being really conscious and perfect because you know yes, the, the right. situations we're born into and all these things. That's like, right. We can't. We have. You have no control. You're basically given this giant <laughs> slatish. Off, yeah, this giant <laughs> obstacle course with which to maneuver your mentality. And no, through and no until adult, guidelines. In adulthood. Yeah, yeah, no guidelines except for these people who are already supposedly. Yeah. Supposedly have a decent guideline. Right? I mean, my parents are really cool people. They're yeah. so chill. And they're very, they don't, you know what I'm saying? I That's can't awesome even, to hear, man. I never, so, you, so you guys are uh, pretty tight family? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I talk to them all the time, but like, yeah, for sure. But this is the thing, I don't talk to them all the time. You probably I don't have to. I tend to only talk to people I see. But you person. probably don't have to, though. I like, don't. You probably like, it's like, it's like probably most of your friends, right? You could dip out for 10 years, and come back right and step up like right nothing. back into yeah. it, and the love is still there. Because I only fuck with real friends. Like, I can't real do people. this. Yeah, I can't yeah. mess with people who, like, won't buy, like, or who are petty. No, I no, hate I that petty you. shit more yeah. than anything. Right, right. Like, well, I know, you know, forget, forgiveness is important, but I think one of the things I found out being an asshole in, in my areas that I was in my life is that you got to learn how to forgive yourself first for being the asshole before you can start forgiving yeah, other motherfuckers. For sure. Because if, if you can't forgive yourself... Well, think about this. Like, how did I change out? my attitude from fuck people to I love people, I, I'm, exactly. I'm empathetic with them? I had to forgive myself. Yeah, you had to, you had to look at yourself and be like, I'm okay for all anything that uh, happened. Yeah. 
I'm a human being. I did what I did. You know, no. I mean, that's a hard thing for people listen, to do, if man. If you don't, this is, you know, I I come in from the background that I come from. If you, you know, it's like it's kind of a weird saying, but if you don't leave bodies, right, you did all right. Right. You know what I mean? Bro. If you don't, if you don't leave any dead bodies, you you made it literal through this life. literally dead bodies. Yo, both, trust. Both. Trust. You made it through life as a true human being. Yeah. And then that and that's I a, actually that's, agree. A, that's a little that's a little political pump in there for <laughs> for the blue lives kill. I mean matter. Yeah, yeah. Fuck blue lives. <laughs> that's right. Put your guns up your asses. Yeah, um blue no, there's no, no blue, blue lives. lives. You yeah. chose that. Yeah, it's exactly. blue jobs. Blue jobs. Blue Fuck jobs. your life, blue man. Job. Your life you could change your life. You could no longer be blue life in blue two job. seconds. It should be called blue job choices. Don't matter. <laughs> Don't matter. That's Fuck, what I Fuck your goddamn job, dude. All right, Mike. You didn't want to deal with that shit? Oh, my God. That's right. You should have not been a coward your whole life. Hey, you know what? There's office jobs inside of a cubicle. I'm telling you. They <laughs> you have can, a nice... You won't have to see any dangerous people whatsoever. Casual unless, Fridays. Unless you have the angry guy in the office. <laughs> That's, then you have to worry. That is a caveat. But uh, on that, I'm going to end this. Okay. Thank you so much for coming Thanks with for me, having man. me. I always enjoy talking to you. You know man. what? And, and the reason why I'm doing this and I'm cutting it off is because... Um, my show's never going to stop, so we're going to do this again someday. Yeah, we're going to do this it This is going to happen. We're going to pick it up. And um, before we go, if you have anything you want to push, any websites, anything you want to throw out there that you that nobody <laughs> knows about, that, nobody that, knows that, that my fans probably have never, if they haven't heard of you or anything, that my fans, I don't have any fucking fans. People right. that listen to the Followers podcast. Things, yeah. my, the people that I love that are kind enough to l- listen to my bullshit. <laughs> that's, that's the way all. I look at my music at this point. Well, like, I have so much music. What do you that, have to share with people? What, tell, I don't tell know. What I have want. nothing what, to share. Do you have I, a website I have that been you making like so much out? music, and I am not putting it anywhere. I am keeping it stuffed. Do you have a Do you have a SoundCloud? Do you have anything like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Everything. All right. Look, my name is this. As a DJ, Laser Commander, but it's spelled L Z R K M M N D R. Laser with a Z, Commander with a K. No fucking vowels. You can find me at lasercommander.com. I'm on SoundCloud as Laser Commander, Bandcamp as Laser Commander. Uh, you can look up my band, Hot Graves. Yes. Uh, we got tons of and they are hot albums. We got videos on YouTube. Chicken, uh, chicken. Yeah, that's one thing I miss for real. I have a whole Hot Graves album recorded. What? By myself. I have not played for anyone. I'm a bass player. If you guys, if you need some bass. No, our bass player is the only one, the original <laughs> member, who's still fucking down to do this shit. You kidding me? I'll learn how to play drums. My drummer, yeah, do it. I'll be like the White Stripes drummer. Oh God, no! I need, I need that double bass. I know bass you need that shit. double bass. We could, we could do a weird little trigger. No, I'm joking. I'll sit you back there with the <laughs> yeah. drum machine. But no, man, thanks so much for doing this. You're I really very appreciate welcome. you. Uh, I appreciate you and your artistry. I appreciate all the times that we've even sat down and been able to have a conversation. Um, I appreciate you for, you know, I definitely appreciate you for this. This is, uh, this is something that. I keep telling the people that listen is that, you know, without any of the people that are around me, there wouldn't be me. Yeah. And that's true. Uh, so you are also in that in that vein. Um, I got to say, man, I, I've seen you doing a few of these with people like at different places and just having the chat and doing the thing. You know, probably some people have heard me passing by saying hello, shit like that yeah. over the years. And I always wanted to be a part of it because it looked like you was doing it the right way. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You know that. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Especially because I know you came to me in the beginning, and I kind of was trying to push you in the, the realm of some advice in yeah, terms no, of totally. how to, like, step your game up yeah, yeah, and, totally. and make it 
And, and that's why I did it. Perfect, you know. I mean, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, even even though you're younger than me, art artistic wise, you're my elder. That's why. I listen. Maybe I don't know how to think of that. You know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, well, see, that's where I show respect because I know, because I I didn't start being a true artist till 1998. Till I, I when you took it upon when yourself. I took it upon myself yeah. to be that and express yeah. myself and not be afraid of what my family thought. Yeah. I mean, that's why I've acted. Uh, you know, I, I was in a play. You know, I did 12 Years a Slave. Awesome. It was amazing. Right? That's, <laughs> that's how I met, That's how me and Wester Joseph got tight. Yeah, that's a person you know? I can't fuck with. Really? Yeah. No shit. That dude fucked me dead over. No kidding. Yeah, but whatever. No, that's I don't care. No, no, I'll no, tell anybody. Good. No, that's good. That's There's good. people who think all kind of weird shit because I had a weird falling out with that dude, but yeah. whatever, man. Like, you don't act the, honorable, I don't fuck with you. Okay, so there was... Okay, that, that's... A, that's. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. That's cool. That's all I need to no, say. awesome, dude. No, Be honorable, fine. we fucking down forever. Okay. Lose your honor, you lose me. Okay. Gotcha. No, I see. I see. That was that wasn't surprising. I was we were in a band was, together. I know. We were that. in a like really great band together. Yeah, yeah. And him, I feel like between himself and his inability to get his head out of his ass and or deal with his brother, right. like him and his brother were constantly clashing. Oh, uh, okay. And it was like this, this, um, just tension in the band. Because I knew you guys were in a band, but I didn't know any of the, the, the that kind of band stuff. I could it. tell the whole story, but it doesn't matter. No, it, no, I the see. The fact is, you know. Like, you guys had a, a falling out and it still hasn't... But he doesn't seem to view it that way. Like, he doesn't seem to view himself as having done anything wrong. Okay. He shows up and acts like I should just be cool with him. Right, right. And that incenses me further. Okay, no, no, no. I understand you know that. I don't need that shit. Because, because you feel, because you got... I mean, not, not just because you feel, but because you guys spent time together as bandmates. Oh, yes. And, and shared that... Because I understand. And, you know the, being saying, in bands, did... you're, you're so tight and... You, right. you, you're, it's a marriage and that's what I want to throw out there because this is kind of this is the first time somebody's done this on my show and I want it to be this is an important thing to realize is that when you join a band with somebody it's a pact it's really. a pact it's a pa- and, it, and there's remember there's passion on top of that pact some people don't feel that way yeah and, and I mean to me as a, an artist passion and artistry go hand in hand For sure. that's my opinion that's how I feel about it yeah. and I won't back up from it it and, has to be that way. And if that's if if there's no artistry without it, to me. Yeah. And yeah, because then it's nothing. It's not art. It's yeah, just it's not real. That yeah, somebody it's, made. It's it would no be reason. like it it would be like vomiting and just go here you go. There was no put. There's nothing put behind it. Yeah, even Gigi Allen took it a little further. He, but he actually tried though. Right. With art. He's like, here's the puke <laughs> and my song. Stop. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. He oh, gave yeah. you something on top of it. But no, dude, thanks a lot. But dude, thanks for opening up about that. That's kind of interesting to, to have that happen on the show because, like I said, that nobody's ever... It's funny because most I think most people are afraid to open up on my show. Yeah, A little maybe. bit. I've never had the problem of no, opening that's up. No, that's what I... But see, this is, this is what makes... You just... You kind of made my heart open up a little bit. I kind of... Um, I feel... Because that means you, you trust... You trust this. Yeah. You know what I mean? You trust the art. Sure. And you, you as an artist, are given your opinion as an artist, and that, and that, to me, that should be totally respected, and no one should think otherwise. Everyone's opinion on this situation, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and, and you lived it, so that's yeah. That's I mean, your I ain't shit. scared of my truth, and yeah, I, and totally. I'm not scared of this, whatever this person thinks. You know what yeah, I'm saying? No, like, totally. if you're listening, yo, I love you and fuck you at the same time. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, you broke my heart with that bullshit. So, yeah. bye. No, I got you. You know? No, no, I got you. 
And I'm like, I'm not sitting here trying to tell people don't fucking deal with that guy. No, no, just your and your. Like personal... you're friends with, I'm not telling you, hey, don't mess no, with no, him. No, no, totally. you think you are? Yep. You obviously have a connection with him. Maybe he's different. I don't know. Dude, my whole the whole time I've lived in Gainesville, there's been so many situations right. where I didn't get along with someone that my best friends right. got along with. Billion times. That's gonna happen. Oh yeah, I ain't you know, even tripping, bro. Yeah, we're not, no, no, it's not a trip at all. Of course not. And it's, I mean, I, I kind of like I said, I'm glad that somebody was open enough with me to uh, to share that because I've gone through relationship band shit like that mm-hmm. too and it hurts like a motherfucker right cuz it's you, like when people dump you it's like being thing, broken man. up with I this mean is that's the thing. what I'm saying right. and this is know? this is one of no, this I is a song you. that I I wrote a song for Hot Graves yeah. for this last album I was telling you about that I mm-hmm. recorded and haven't let go anywhere right but it's a song it was a it was a song about me dealing with the core of my depression right okay and the song it's is called thing to talk about "Morning." Well. The song is called "Morning the Death of a Dream." Okay. And the whole principle of that is that is what my depression was rooted in. Okay. Continually mourning some shit that I thought should be that is now impossible. Nah, right. Like my fucking, I was married. You know. Uh, you know, a band. This yeah, that yeah. A, a relationship. Were anything. Into place and then yeah. things started. Everything right. seems right, and then all of a sudden. This dream you had that you thought was going to come true is just impossible. Yeah, yeah. So you have to, like, I feel I have to grieve that like it's a person almost. Okay, so you know? as an artist, what do you think it took you to, to get to where you're at now then after that? To, to be... To get over that? Not get over it, but to, 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 be, to be okay with it. To be, to be far enough away from it to create stuff that would make you feel happy and, and do things that... Um, I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I don't even know if I'm there yet. Right. See, people relate. I mean, like I said, relationships, like being in a band's a marriage. It is, man. You know, and, it, and, and it's, it's with more than one person. Yeah. So there's like all these dynamics. There's so many dynamics and so many different personalities on top of it, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but dude, thank you for opening up, man. Thank you. Of course. That was That's awesome. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Mike Colby, uh, artistic elder. <laughs> um, Thanks, pops. Autistic elder. Hey, no, I'm no. on the spectrum. I'm Whatever. On the I took Ritalin. Still do. I, I don't. <laughs> I still. I have to. But uh, no. Um, but man, thanks for thanks for doing this, and and thanks for getting together with me, and sitting down, and opening up, and uh, sharing your life with me, and your 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 travels from the beginning of your artistry up to now, Word. And, 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 uh, and and being open and honest, and being a true person. Uh, there's nothing I like more than someone who's honest about how they feel. Word up. There's nothing more human about <laughs> that than that. You know well, what I'm saying? Then I've been human to a fault at times <laughs> you know, in my life. Yeah, well, yeah. Human, Which, just being human is being human. That's all, man. We yes, can do the best that we can do. But again, thank you so much. And everybody out there who's listening, um, thank you all so much for uh, lis- listening to the show and joining in on this episode 129. Wow. Um, yeah. But we're going to keep going, folks. Like I said, i got some more stuff coming out. YouTube channel, live streaming shows coming out soon. Uh, we're going to get some stuff kicking off. And, of course, more amazing artists for me to connect with and talk to, like this gentleman, Michael Colby. You all have a great night. Look out for one another. Hey, Venezuela, get your shit together. All right, guys? Yeah, 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 for real. For real. There's some, there My homies need out. to go back, man. If their assets are locked up. I need, we need you, some help. You guys need, you guys need to get shit straight down there. Hell yeah, and, uh, I got homies working produce jobs because y'all can't fuck with that shit, man. God damn it. Damn it. And uh, cops put your guns down. Mm-hmm. 
They're not needed. Don't be a coward. You're, you're, you're brave. Right. You're strong. You're strong. And you guys have a good night. And all of you out there, take care of each other, love one another, watch each other's backs. Do, one, do what you can for one another if you can. Uh, don't turn your back on one another. And uh, be the best to one another that you can be. I love you all. I appreciate you all. And uh, take care. Deuces. <laughs>